Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 live from san francisco on the sports byline broadcasting network you are listening to wrestling observer live with your hosts brian alvarez and mike sempervivi Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Sunday here on this program, and you don't know what that means today. Normally on Sundays, there's like nothing going on. A bunch of geeks call in. We all have good laugh. Not today. There's so much stuff talk about here on this program. Friday was the debut of AEW Rampage. One hour show, TBS. It was fantastic. Kenny Omega lost the TNA Impact, Impact Wrestling. He lost both of the Impact belts to Christian. Britt Baker, main event of the show. Heroes Welcome in Britsburg. Defended her title successfully. This, of course, led to the following night saturday new japan resurgence we had new japan guests on all last week hyping up the show we knew there were going to be good matches etc etc i did not expect the return of will osprey with the iwgp heavyweight championship claiming he's the real champion that shingo takagi is an interim champion and that will osprey is going to regularly be working new japan strong on fridays and GPWWorld.com. number of other big things happen on the show. Debuts, Tamatanga, Tangalo, all sorts of stuff. Ric Flair shows up in Mexico for a Kenny Omega Andrade match. Guess who else shows up in Mexico? Charlotte. Charlotte was advertised for a WWE show in Charlotte, and she went to Mexico instead to watch the AEW champion wrestle her AEW fiancé with her just-released-from-WWE father in the AEW Wrestler's Corner. Hey, you got all this, everybody? Well, if you don't, fear not. We're going to get into it all today here on this program. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. we got a million things to get into. No time to waste. But I'm going to get this WWE stuff out of the way first because, honestly, this is the story of the weekend to me. WWE ran a super show in Charlotte, North Carolina. For weeks they have advertised that the main event in Charlotte involves Charlotte. Well, last night the show takes place and there's no Charlotte. And before the match, the fans chant, We want Charlotte! 
They bring out Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. The fans chant, we want Charlotte. The main event ends, and the fans chant, we want Charlotte. Well, there's no Charlotte in Charlotte, despite being advertised that Charlotte would be in Charlotte. Where is Charlotte? Oh, she's in Mexico, because Andrade is facing Kenny Omega, and Ric Flair is accompanying Andrade to the ring. And so Charlotte just went to Mexico. So I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, there's two options, obviously. I'm not blaming it on Charlotte. If Charlotte wants the day off to go to Mexico to watch her AEW husband wrestle the AEW champion, accompanied by a guy who just got fired from WWE or quit, whatever the story is, who's going to be going to AEW, that's all fine and good. But, like, don't advertise Charlotte being in Charlotte for weeks and sell ticket anyway. I was like, whatever. That's story number one. Uh, Kenny Omega won, by the way. He beat Andrade. Originally, Andrade was going to beat Kenny Omega. But uh, to put a whole bunch of stories together, because everything in wrestling is now interconnected, unless you're in WWE, then you're just on this weird island. Hangman Page, his wife is going to give birth right around the time of All Out. He pulled out of the show. They needed a new challenger. Challenger ends up being Christian. Christian is a weak challenger. So to try to make Christian a strong challenger, they book Christian versus Kenny Omega for the Impact title on the debut of Rampage. Christian beats Kenny Omega. He wins the Impact title. The next day, Kenny Omega goes to Mexico, where he's supposed to lose to Andrade. AEW decides, we don't want this guy losing two nights in a row. So because they have booking power over Kenny Omega, they requested that Kenny Omega win the match on Saturday night at Triple Mania. So Andrade was supposed to win, but he didn't win. Kenny Omega won. Kenny Omega is still the uh, super mega heavyweight champion of Triple A. Have I got all this square, by the way? Which is pretty amazing when you think about it. So anyway, uh, Kenny Omega uh, retains the title against Andrade. Christian has won the title from Kenny Omega, the Impact title, which means Christian will now be defending the Impact title against Brian Myers at the next Impact show. I think I got this all squared away. So anyway, and then Charlotte showed up to watch all of this while not showing up at the Charlotte House show where Charlotte was billed to be in the main event of that show. Point of all of this is, I'm watching all of this stuff going on in wrestling all over the world. And AW, I mean, they're doing extraordinarily well for two years in business. CM Punk is debuting on Friday, unless, like, I don't know, something could go wrong, I suppose. But otherwise, he's going to debut on Friday. Brian Danielson's probably coming in. Somehow, and I don't even know how, you have got AW, New Japan, Impact, and AAA all working together. And somehow, they're all navigating these political waters. It's actually really amazing when you think about it. And meanwhile... Do you guys remember uh, the Monday Night Wars? Some of you might remember this. Some of you old people, the Monday Night Wars, where, you know, there was there was WWF, and then there was WCW, and then in 1995, WCW decided that they were going to go head-to-head with Monday Night Raw on Monday nights. And everyone thought they were going to get killed, and in fact, they did not get killed. And over the course of a couple of years, they eventually began to beat WWF, in the Monday Night Wars. And one of the reasons they began beating WWF in the Monday Night Wars was because WWF had lost a lot of big stars, physically and otherwise. 
And so they pushed a new generation, but they also had a bunch of dinosaurs and slow-moving guys, and it was it just it came across so old and uncool. Gimmicks. And all of a sudden, you, you turn on WCW, and there are these luchadors flying around. They're doing high spots. It's exciting. You've got an invasion that's pushed as like, you know, they'd stolen that idea from Japan. Anyway, everything about WCW at the beginning, not at the end, I might add, but at the beginning when they were hot, everything was brand new. And WWF, uh, WWF started to be beaten. Do you know what WWF did when they started getting beaten by WCW? They started stealing things that were working from elsewhere in the world. All of a sudden, they're doing hardcore like ECW. All of a sudden, they're getting edgy like ECW. All of a sudden, they've got a light heavyweight division, which didn't work, but they got it. Much like the WCW Cruiserweight division. They, they, were, they were dragged kicking and screaming into the modern world. So I bring this all up because the no-shows, the, the firing of half of NXT under six feet... The desire to only hire people who are above 6'2 and 225. What is happening right now is if in 1995, WCW started kicking WWF's ass and Vince decided, we're going to go back to 91. Let's go back to 1992. Bring back Papa Shango. Let's not do the, the ECW style hardcore, uh, you know, PG-13, whatever. Not the tag team, but like the rating. Let's not do any of that. Let's go back to 91 and all that stuff that didn't work then. Oh, well, that's what we're doing right now. This time, everybody, this time it's going to work. Get rid of all these skinny, small indie geeks. No more vanilla midgets. Let's get the big guys. Let's get all the big, strong men. Anyway, I, I'm just flabbergasted watching. It's very exciting. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited, as you can probably tell, by, like, the coming week and the coming months in the coming years, but it is baffling to watch WWE's response to all of this. Going back to big, slow blokes with muscles. That'll solve this problem. Now you got me Rolodexing PG-13 moments in my brain, Brian. Thank you very much for that. After all that wrestling over this weekend, now all I can think of is Wolfie D and JC Ice, Jamie Dundee. Thank you Bro, for that. Bro, they're literally going back to Papa Shango. They are yeah. literally going back to did. voodoo. They did already. They've oh, man, this. we've got this company that's gone from zero to 60 in two years. I know it'll solve this problem. Voodoo. Big muscle men that can't work. That'll solve the problem because they're going to be going back through them airports again. We need large men Guess and hot women. That's yeah. what's going to solve this problem. We'll see how it goes. Well. All right, where should we go from here? Skip, <laughs> where, where would you like to go? Like, do you have that all out of your system? Bro, I can go all over the place right here. Where should we begin? Let's this do it. Uh, This New Japan show last night. It's a good place to was, start. Uh, actually, we started at the beginning, right. which was uh, Rampage. Friday. So if you've not uh, seen the show yet, Christian beat Rampage in a great match. Place Christian went, beat Rampage, Jackson? Uh, or? I was doing so good. <laughs> Christian beat Kenny Omega on Rampage for the Impact title, which also apparently includes the TNA title because he left with two belts. Sure. That's cool. So anyway, <laughs> if you watch the, the Dynamite show, they announced to the crowd that Christian would be facing Kenny Omega at All Out, and he was booed. And the fans chanted for CM Punk, 
and they chanted for Daniel Bryan. Then later, of course, they announced Kenny Omega Christian for the Impact title on Rampage. And uh, funny, funny things should happen. They had a really good match, and nobody booed Christian. They cheered him the entire match, and they lost their minds when he won the Impact title. A fantastic open to the first ever Rampage. We had Miro beating Fuego del Sol, so Fuego did not win the TNT title. However, without alerting him that this would happen, they told the fellow to stay in the ring, and then after the break, Sammy came out, shoot, legit surprise, gave him a contract. Fuego's in tears, bawling, the fans are going nuts. What a feel-good moment. And, of course, the main event, Britt Baker and Red Velvet. Britt Baker working with a broken wrist. And, of course, they do the gimmick where they work over her legit broken wrist. I was crying tears in that match. And she gets the win, and the place goes crazy. They're spinning their towels. She's a total babyface. They don't beat her in her hometown. They don't humiliate her in her hometown. They allow her to be a hometown hero. Place goes nuts. Family's in the crowd. She goes to beat up Velvet. Chris Statlander makes a save. Jamie Hayter runs out, makes her big return. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker are now together. And we'll see where this all goes. And we'll talk about where it goes after this break, everybody. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So apparently we've got fans that are just so, so not used to happy endings that they're angry. AEW broke a stip by giving Fuego a contract anyway. Bro, do you understand what a stipulation even is? The rules were that he was going to get a TNT championship match. And if he won the match, he would also get a contract. Okay? Well, he didn't win. So, you're telling me he can never get a contract ever again. So you're telling me that if Mike and I, if Mike and I have a hair match, and I win, and Mike has to shave his head, I can't go get a haircut tomorrow? Oh, no, Brian, if you go get a haircut, you, you have broken that stipulation. You're telling me that, that uh, let's say that, that Daniel Bryan, his contract was expiring, and he wanted to go to AEW. And they said, oh, wait a second. Remember that uh, loser leaves town match that you won? Well, since you won, you can never leave. <laughs> so he lost. His contract got ripped up. But... He impressed the boss to such a degree that the boss gave him a new contract and he signed it. This is not breaking a stipulation. You hoop jumping. Anyway. I think the worst you can say is it's corny. Like, maybe you could say that or whatever, but, like, you know, <laughs> that, that you know. Oh, my God, they broke the stip because they're only saying that, or I would assume one would only be saying that because they are fueled with their bitterness over something else well you say this about wwe that's why they would be saying something like this other than like again looking at it at the worst you can look at it which is well it was corny like that that to me is as bad as this can really get and it wasn't even corny it was awesome corny so i mean and i don't know if it was awesome but it certainly wasn't corny did you watch the show i watched the show people in tears everywhere brian that's all people were talking about on twitter for hours Ryan, afterwards, you Fuego it? Del Sol was trending on Sunday. Oh, it oh wasn't that cool. God. Get out oh of here. Oh, my God. Omega and Christian was talked about a lot more. I guess, look, everybody's timeline is curated differently. So uh, you're curated. Top, what are you talking your about? Your top things may not be mine, but Fuego Del Sol was not. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Trending all the way into we got, Sunday. But we got another one here. in your world. We got another one. God. Can't have a good time. 
God, God forbid, God forbid we have any happy endings in wrestling. God forbid someone get over and be rewarded. <laughs> Who do you think is going to almost get over tomorrow and get stomped down on Raw? We should make a poll. Which, by the way, by the way, who cares? Last, I mean, not just because WWE, but like, (laughs) I deal with this all the time. Like, every company. (laughs) There was like a story on our main page, and it could have been AEW, so don't tell me I'm just angry about WWE, okay? This could have been AEW, but like, there was a story on our front page, it was like, uh, location of New Year's Eve SmackDown announced. I was like, who cares? Who cares where SmackDown is on New Year's Eve? It's August. Got to make your plans, buddy. So anyway. Plan ahead. Save your money. Last week on Raw, uh, going into the show, they announced no matches. None. It is a three-hour professional wrestling show. They announced zero matches. So I sat there on this show, and I went, I'm going to come up with a card. Of course, largely rematches, uh, but uh, maybe like figuring out what else I could do because like Randy Orton's coming back or whatever. So I made a card, and uh, I did pretty well actually. But there were a, a couple of matches that I did miss on. Uh, one of them was I I, I predicted Drew versus uh, Veer and Shankly. I missed on that one. Shanky. And I also predicted uh, Randy Orton versus Omos, and I missed on that one. Imagine I, 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 I imagine my joy when WWE announced matches for Monday and literally they announced two matches and they were two of the matches I had predicted. Drew McIntyre will be facing Veer and Shankly and Randy Orton will face Omos. Whatever. Okay. Can't wait. Let me tell you about uh, this New Japan show, because it was great. Did you see this, Mike? I did, yes. Uh, you can tell me that Ishii and Moose was no good while you're at it? You Will better you not. stop being a geek? You are the biggest, most emotional I'm geek just asking. on Sunday. I'm you asking are. you. It is was that not time, an awesome buddy. match? Was not that was that not the best match on the show? I don't know if it was the best match. What was show? better? I uh, Tanahashi and, and Archer was pretty. That's hard, pretty though. good, but it was better than Moose and Ishii. I maybe, don't know. Jay, maybe Jay we'll White do a, and, Jay White and Finley was pretty a damn pole. good too. They were both very good, but you know what they yeah. weren't? They were not Ishii and the Moose. Mm. You, you've been looking forward to this one, I know. Carl Fredericks beat Alex Coughlin. It's just an opener. It was fine. Renderita, TJP, and Clark Connors versus Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, and Wheeler Yuta. Fun match. Renderita and Fred Rosser are feuding, and I cannot wait to see them. Beat the snot out of each other in a singles match. And they spent much of the match building that up and teasing that. So that's going to be very exciting. Chris Dickinson, Fred Yehai, Leo Rush, Yuya Uimura, Adrian Quest. Against Tom Lawler, J.R. Kratos, Danny Limelight, Royce Isaacs, and Jarrell Nelson. Brody King uh, could not make it to the show. Unforeseen circumstances. Which actually was the same reason that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks could not make the Charlotte show. Unforeseen circumstances. I don't know what the actual circumstances are, so we will not speculate. But uh, this was another very fun match. Team Filthy just a united wall of pain against Adrian Quest and these other guys. But Yuya Uimura ended up getting the victory, at which point out came to chants I cannot chant here on national radio, so you can guess what they were, from the Japanese announcers, I might add. Shibata. 
comes out and gives him a shirt and says, Come with me! Everyone cheers and does their chant, and it was awesome. That's what they were chanting, right? Uh, Holy Shibata, right? Juice Robinson and Hikaleo. Uh, slow start, fast finish. Last few minutes were good, except for the last second, which was not good, which was a very clunky roll-up. But Juice won, and then Hikaleo beat him up afterwards, so that feud must continue. Tomohiro Ishii and the Moose was just the greatest. And I expected this match to be great. And I told you all that this match was going to be great. I think some of you listened to me, some of you didn't. But you know what? It was great. I was right about that. And not only was it great, it was better than I expected. <laughs> Which I don't even know how, because I expected I, it to yeah. be really great. Man, this was awesome. And Ishii pinned the moose with a vertical drop brainbuster because in the main event of the show, actually it was not the main event, it was a semi-main, we had the uh, never open weight title, Jay White beat David Finley in a very good match. And afterwards, Jay White's doing his promo about how great he is. Now comes Ishii. So it looks like we are going to get Jay White versus Ishii for the never open weight title, apparently on New Japan Strong. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in for that one. Good Brothers beat Moxley and Yuji Nagata. And afterwards, the Gorillas of Destiny debut. They're also here for New Japan Strong. And uh, they will be feuding with the Good Brothers. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Lance Archer to win the IWGP United States title. John Moxley is uh, was in the front row. And I know that everybody watched this show, and especially afterwards when Lance Archer basically invited Tanahashi to show up in AEW using those words and defend the title against him. And uh, Tanahashi promised, I don't think he promised AEW, but that's what people interpreted. And they've also interpreted this as meaning that it is for sure Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley all out. And uh, I can tell you, it's not for sure, okay? I'm not saying it's not happening, but I know that everyone is assuming it's happening. Do not make that assumption at this point. It could happen at that show. It also could not happen, so we shall see. And then the other big thing, of course, was the return to professional wrestling after uh, four months off of Will Ospreay, who returned. And long story short, he said he is medically cleared to wrestle. He refuses to go back to Japan. He refuses to be in the G1 tournament. He says he broke his neck and his back for this company. And instead of allowing him four months off, when they normally allow you six months off, they stripped him of his title. He's got the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. He says he is the true champion. I can't say what he called Shingo, but he also called him an interim champion. And he is going to be wrestling exclusively at this point on New Japan Strong as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. This Strong show, which I love every week, has gone zero to 60 overnight. Holy smokes. The talent on this show. They've got the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and Will Ospreay, the unbeaten champion on the show. Filthy Tom's going to be there. Tanahashi, Ishii. Holy smokes, what's happened to pro wrestling? What's happened has become awesome. I hope Filthy Tom smashes his face in. That's what I hope. I hope he does, and then I hope... Jeff Cobb feels some kind of way about that, where Jeff Cobb has got to come over, and then we get Jeff Cobb and Filthy Tom Lawler. 
I would love to see that in San Jose. I don't think that's going to happen, but let your mind run free with that one for a while. Back in a moment, Blokes Wrestling Observer Live. Can you name the three habits of healthy hygiene? We shower, we brush our teeth, and we... Wait a minute. What third habit? Think about it. The pandemics reminded us that the nose is your body's filter against a constant invasion of airborne germs. Your nose traps allergens, bacteria, and viruses, but like any filter, the more it's clogged up, the less it works. Now it's easy to clean your nose with Navage. My name's Martin Hoke, and I did not invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years, but I did invent Navage to make nasal irrigation easy for everyone. Navage uses powered suction to flush out germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you very sick. People love Navage. It has 4.7 stars with over 70,000 online reviews. And over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and select Walmarts. Make cleaning your nose your third habit. Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. We'll get Mike's thoughts on this New Japan show in a second, but since everyone was mentioning Filthy Tom, they have announced the next challenger for Filthy Tom's New Japan Strong Openweight title is Leo Rush. Now, I have no idea. I mean, I suppose Leo could win, but what I have been 
The impression that I have been given is that Leo Rush is not uh, necessarily unretired. He retired a while ago, for those of you that recall. He had a shoulder injury. He announced that he was done. And then he ended up getting some bookings. But as we had mentioned months ago, uh, Leo Rush, when he suffered his shoulder injury, had told New Japan Strong that he was going to fulfill his commitments before he retired. So at this point, he may retire, he may not retire. He's done this before, so he may end up doing these commitments and decide, oh my God, I'm back. He may decide, I'm going to do these commitments and I'm done. But him coming back to face Tom, him coming back to do some other matches for New Japan Strong, uh, not necessarily an indication that he is unretired again. We shall see. Any thoughts on this New Japan show, Mike? No, it was really, really fun. You know, it was uh, unique in the way that it was filmed. Uh, I loved the, the I, I got to be honest, uh, I, I loved the, the, the arch and to see the front of the building. You know, I think they missed a shot with Jay White just because he didn't stand up with the belt in the corner, but it would have made for a really cool shot. Uh, and, and a couple other times it happened where that, there were some parts of that aesthetic that looked good, but as you mentioned with Dave last night on the Observer Radio Show, it did look really, really sparse, and when you're outside like that, you know, the cheers and all the sound goes up into the air, and you don't have a ton of fans anyway, so there were things that they have to work on that way, but it was certainly a unique venue, and I, I've been more, more and more of shows outside in the summertime, you know, if you can do it, I think it, it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, Fredericks and Coughlin, they are part of the future of New Japan with Uemura, with uh, Yotosuji, with Shooter, Shooter uh, Umino. There's just, they have so much good talent, and you see those guys open the show, and you just can imagine what they're going to be like in 10 years for that company. And will they be main eventing a show in the United States at that point? Um, Team Filthy, obviously, you know, partial to them. They're great and everything. Adrian Quest. You know, did a did a good job, I guess, on short notice as a fill-in for Brody King, getting thrown around by everybody. Jay White is, to me, honestly, one of the best wrestlers, and I know I kind of, you know, will uh, be in the tank for him, and I kind of play that up a little bit. But the reality is, is he's incredibly talented. He is, and he's fresh for North American fans. I'm not sure how many people are seeing him on Impact, but once people see him in AEW, I think it's like Kenny Omega. I think it's like some people that maybe some of us take for granted because we've seen them so much. I think to new eyes, Jay White's probably going to really surprise some people. He's got a great style, a great delivery on his promos. I mean, he's just a relatable character, whether you'll want to love him or hate him. So, you know, as he continues on in the States and how it may sound, maybe possibly you know, into AEW, that'll be really cool. Tanahashi being around is really cool. And they made the announcements, you know, talked about Philadelphia, Texas for the TV tapings, going back to San Jose as well, too, for that show. The possibility of doing Moxley and Ishii, that's still one I want to see. I know Ishii's everybody's, you know, dream opponent. Uh, he certainly was probably Moose's last night. So, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff coming out of that show. An amazing acknowledgement, too, as they're talking about COVID and they're talking about happy to have the fans back that they've made these connections and they have these connections with Ring of Honor, with CMLL, with uh, Impact now, with AEW. It's like, it's just, it as has been said a million times by a million people in the last couple of years, it's an amazing time for pro wrestling. All right, if you want to uh, text us today, no phone calls, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566, whatever is on your mind after the SmackDown show on Friday, we have got the following card 
for SummerSlam. Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal title. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Bianca versus Sasha. Nikki Ash versus Charlotte and Rhea. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's title. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Usos versus Rey and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Sheamus versus Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. I haven't looked at all of the cards, but as of a little while ago, I think they weren't even doing Drew and Jinder on those super shows. So if you want to see that match, brother, you got to pay. Got to pay for SummerSlam. And yes, SummerSlam is this coming Saturday. And the NXT TakeOver is this coming Sunday. Yeah. So there you go. You excited? No. Some good matches on there. I mean, if you you look at them in a vacuum, you know, Cena and Roman, I'm sure, is going to deliver. Um, you know, <laughs> Drew and Jinder are at least very familiar with each other. At least they got that going for them. Uh, I wonder if Nakamura, now that he's the, uh, the, what, the IC champion, maybe he can make an appearance on the pre-show or something like that. But, you know, it's the storyline suck, but as has been the case That's the point, Mike. Like, I know, but when yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dreading the show. Mm-hmm. But I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown, and they literally have done nothing, no. storyline wise, to get me excited for any of these matches. Like John Cena was good on SmackDown; like he had a really good promo. If you like bearing the company and everyone who's oh. not Roman Reigns, <laughs> and uh, it was fun to see Nakamura actually like a babyface win a championship and people cheer. But as far as, like the build for any of these matches. It's just the same stuff I see every single week. I've seen these matches before, so I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not super excited for this show. You gonna instead of watching that, you are gonna watch the Pacquiao fight? No, instead? I'm gonna watch SummerSlam. Of course, I'm gonna watch SummerSlam. It'll probably be a good show in the ring, but that's different from. Am I excited to see SummerSlam? Are there matches that I'm clamoring to see because maybe I haven't seen them or they've done a fabulous job making me care about these two people no there's none of that am i wrong am i being am i a jerk here what does any match on there what moves you the most out of any of those matches at all i am not just you know saying that like spitefully like when you look at that and you go okay what do you think is actually gonna maybe overwhelm your expectations as they stand now overwhelm my expectations You think Edge like can Edge and Seth Listen, put on such a great Ed, performance? Edge and you know, Seth such Rollins, a great wrestling match. They are going to put on a very good match. Roman Reigns and John Cena. I presume are going to put on a very good match, but John Cena has not wrestled in a long time, so right. I can't promise anything in that match. Lashley and Goldberg will be short. Uh, Bianca, Sasha, um, that's going to be really good because we, but we've seen it, so I already saw that match. Uh, Nikki and Charlotte and Rhea. I've seen that match 15 times in different combinations over the last month. Usos and Ray, I've seen that match. Sheamus and Damian Priest, that'll probably be a pretty good match. Yeah. And Drew and Jinder, believe it or not, I I saw a Drew and Jinder match already, but like it was way better than I expected, but it's still not going to be like a five-star match or anything like that. So that's the show. It'll be cool to see 45,000 people in the building. That's going to be cool. That's true. That's true. They'll go all out that way with all the the bells and whistles and all those sorts of things. And Sheamus and Damian Priest is going to be good. I hope that they don't get too screwy. That doesn't have to be cute. It could just uh, give me 
14 minutes or whatever they're going to give them of those two guys beating the hell out of each other without anybody, you know, without Morrison or somebody interfering in this nonsense. Please don't do that. And, you know, the one thing about seeing a match over again that you've already seen, as long as it's good and they can put a little bit of a different spin on it, and Sasha and Bianca, I think, falls into that category for me for now. The build hasn't really done anything for me, but as far as that match goes... You know, especially in comparison to what Raw is offering on the women's side, you know, I'm I'm good with those two going at it again, even though we have seen it before. Just obviously, what what little spin can they put on it so it's not a complete replay of any other time? Well, I'm not sure what this means, but I have been told that there will be a new look to NXT this week. I don't think there was any question of that, was there, with the way things were going? A new look? No, like a new look. Like it's going to not look like it used to look, yeah, production-wise. Yeah, I can see that. I can, Look, with all of these changes that are being made, I don't know what it's being, I'm not saying repositioned for, but yeah, repositioned for. It's being reprogrammed. There are, Look how many people have been swept out. Look how Triple H may have had not, you know, and, and Shawn Michaels, the people involved in the creative, haven't had, you know... <laughs> Uh, when it comes to the ops of the whole thing, they have ops, and that's the you know that's the problem. They have opposition to how they were running the thing, and there's going to be changes. And I don't think this doesn't surprise me at all. This absolutely doesn't surprise me that you will not see wholesale changes in how it looks, how it's presented. Do we see announcers change? Do we see McKe- all that sort of stuff? Nothing would surprise me right now because I don't think anything is off the table for this thing. When it comes to the draft, what are we going to see? Are we going to see how are we going to see people shuffled in? Uh, you know, the the story of NXT is going to be ever changing. I think until you know the, the probably until you know the season begins, the TV season begins, and even then we'll see how everything flushes out. All right, where is my? Uh, I'm going to get some. Eh, let's do these first. Text messages, everybody. That was most of the news. I guess I could do the SmackDown report, but let's do text messages. New Japan ran a promo about their working relationship and included CMLL. What does CMLL have to offer them at this point? Well, I mean, the main thing they have to offer is it's a place for guys to go. But, I mean... Fantastic Mania is still... Look, they can do Fantastic Mania without... CMLL. You can change the name, and I don't. You know, I assume New Japan owns that name, so you can just do it with anybody if you wanted to. You know, Dragon Lee being a, a great example of that, being involved in it and being on the outs with CMLL. But you know, like Brian mentioned, it's like Revolve. Uh, God, was it Rev Pro? Pardon me. In the UK, you know, they need a place for guys to go. And you know, the big complaint against CMLL, especially for people that are big fans of, of Mexican wrestling, is. Are they doing enough to develop guys in the way that they were before? And that, I guess, is it's very, very questionable with Okamura and, and some other things there. So you, you need a place for guys to go. In Mexico, whether you, you increase that in the States or wherever, or in Canada, you still need to go to Mexico. It still should be a place guys have ability to go to. I got some, uh, some breaking news here. Uh, in addition to a new look for NXT, uh, next Sunday is TakeOver. And the following night, August 23rd, and the following night after that, August 24th, Monday and Tuesday, they will be taping. So it looks like we are going back to the bulk taping schedule for NXT. So I don't know if they'll never be live again, but if you're taping on Monday and Tuesday, you're taping at least two weeks of programming. And I I mean... I suppose they could tape just one show each, but they may tape two shows each. So they may be taping 
a month in advance, once a month from this hey, point everybody, forward. Hey, everybody, look, don't we'll report see. this as I'm saying it. Report it as Brian is saying it, that Vince is now pulling a Tony Khan, and now he wants to have final say over NXT before it goes out on the air. Was there a midget you tried to sneak on there, Paul? I caught that. Couldn't help but notice that Bianca had zero friends on Friday night. Well, yeah. That's what happens. Well, nobody has friends there, do they? Lots of AEW references on the New Japan show. I love how these companies are working together. This is the best for wrestling. Certainly the best for fans. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Will WWE start giving wrestlers six-month contracts instead of a yearly one? Bro, they're trying to sign people to five-year contracts. <laughs> That's the point. They want you for five years. They want you to commit to them for five years, but they'll fire you whenever they want. That's the game. Like the NFL, baby. And quite frankly, I mean, don't cry about it because if you don't like it, don't sign the contract. It's true. But if you sign the contract, you're accepting those terms. If you don't like the terms, go somewhere else. So I'm not yelling at WWE about that. That's what they want as a company. They want you to commit to them for five years, but they don't need to commit to you. It's one-sided, but you signed it. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Somebody noted during the break, if you're going back to the good old days of 92, big, big dudes, big green muscle men in developmental. Probably a good idea to tape those shows. What do you case. think about uh, what do you think about big green muscle men on the Triple A show? Wait, tell me Incre- the Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. I didn't yes. see him, bro. If the Incredible Hulk was wrestling in NXT, I'd probably watch the show more often. Now, nah, because then he'd be feuding with Dexter Loomis or something over Indy. Let's see. My favorite match of the weekend was the Lucha Brothers versus Laredo Kid, uh, Laredo Kid and Vikingo. Uh, versus Taurus and Brian Cage at WrestleMania. Chock full of crazy stuff, a must-watch. Triple Mania. What'd I say? WrestleMania. I said Triple Mania. Okay. Yeah. I never I never make a mistake. Never. With Will Ospreay staying in the States for the time being, do you think Ospreay versus Moxley at All Out is a possibility? Better than him against TJP. Dude, if there's here's the thing. I don't know who is traveling to and from Japan when. Like, I don't know when Tanahashi is going back. Uh, I mean, anybody who is in America for the long term is, I presume, in the running. Could be Jay White, David Finley, uh, Osprey, if he's going to be here full time. I don't know how long people are here. I don't know if Osprey is here to do shows and he's going to fly back to England. I don't know what his plan is. I don't know. I mean, Ishii is, uh, is booked for some shows coming up, but... I don't know if he's going home in the meantime. I don't know what's going on, okay? So I guess we'll find out, but I don't know. I I, I wish I could tell you more, but I actually don't know. But I know that everyone's expecting Tanashi, but I'm just trying to tell people it could be. It may be, but it's not like they didn't do everything last night because it's a lock, because it's not a lock. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners over the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 